Are we sitting comfortably, Zoom? We are indeed. Are you comfortably sitting? That sounded really weird, comfortably sitting. Uh, I'm doing my best. Because uh, you need to be sitting more comfortably. Yeah, I did uh, fall on a, a part of my anatomy which we're not going to go into. Um, Heads, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. I think knees Heads, and toes are doing better. shoulders, knees and bums. <laughs> yeah, and hips right. and eyes and nose. <laughs> anyway, here we are at the Bromley Buzz. Good morning. From Darren Wheel of Intune PR and... Zinat Narani of Vida de la Mariposa Coaching and we are here at the Newman Flexible Workspace. Yeah, I think we must be on our longest run here since we started the podcast uh, probably about, what, seven or eight weeks now? Uh, we just can't get enough of the Newman. Yeah. Well, where are we going to not get in enough of next? Oh yes, Copper Salon Restaurant Thursday. We're just about to book because of the Mayor's... Um, charity event, charity event for, for Ukraine. Ukraine yes, mm. apparently all proceeds are going to Ukraine. So we've yeah. been told by Christine Atkinson. Of the Rotary, yeah. yeah. Which is um, absolutely fantastic. So Copper Salon are not taking a penny, apparently. That's well really done, kind, that's, that's amazing. That's a really, really lovely thing to do. Yeah, and this podcast will be out in that daytime period. So anyone listening, you can still book tickets. Absolutely. You can also find us on Channel Radio on Mondays at 10 a.m. You certainly can. So what's been buzzing our buzz, buzz, buzz? Well, Mindset Matters was because we launched something. We pushed a we boat out did. on Friday. Oh my goodness, it's such an exciting boat that we announced. Well, the thing is, even in this short term, it's starting to, short time, it's starting to get a bit of um, feedback from people. Uh, yeah, the um, traction's good. The feedback's been actually really, really good on social you, media. Would you like to demystify people as to what it was we were talking about at your regular Mindset Matters show on Channel Radio on Friday between 10.30 and 12? Next one coming up. But what were we talking about, Zay? We were uh, talking about the campaign, Let's Talk campaign. So the importance of talking, communication, speaking out, not being afraid to have important, relevant conversations, whether it's about your mental health and well-being, or it's about your challenges and struggles, anything that, you know, the whole umbrella of mental health and well-being everything underneath it because there are lots of stigmas and taboos that people still fear to talk about and the let's talk campaign is all about talking it's very very multi-layered and not interrupting people when they're talking about it uh, as well no doubt would you like to finish the point you're making and uh, no no not not at all Uh, it's you know it's about listening as well which is really really important part of you know um when people are expressing what's going on with themselves, giving your full attention, even sometimes when you may not be interested because you don't know what's going on with that person. But um, we've been inspired by this campaign through lots of other people, authors out there and presenters such as Nihal. Nihal who's a BBC Radio 5 live uh, broadcaster who wrote the book Let's Talk about this subject. Uh, Stacey Dooley, who has one, Are You Really Okay? I think mm. that's hers. Um, one I particularly like the title of by Max Dickens uh, called Billy No Mates. Yeah, that's lovely. And because you know, this sounds a little bit theoretical, like, oh, you know, we're talking about mental health and speech. But some of it's very practical. The Max Dickens thing, basically he says, men aren't great at friendships. They're not great at talking mm. about deep matters with each other. Mm. I mean, that is also extends, of course, to romantic ones. How many times have you heard... Women say, 
oh, my, my husband, my partner, they, they don't talk about their feelings. This is something we're just not good at, and mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't have to be that way. Do you know what? With that, it would be really interesting to get a panel of men on the show and having this conversation. So, yeah, and also we've been um, inspired by somebody who you PR for, Perry Power. That's right. Who's um, on your show? He's going to be week. on my show with uh, Breaking the Silence. And he's, you know, he talks about his uh, being a survivor, his journey from sexual abuse. And um, he's going to be on my show this Friday on the. What day are we today? 15th? 21st? I calculate that in my head. 21st Friday, October. So from 10.30 to 12 noon. So yeah, tune in for that. It's going to be fantastic. It, it's very interesting. The whole Let's Talk thing just ranges from such little things like... Um, all right, well, I'll take an example from a show that you came up with recently. And it's a painful subject because it happens just to lots of women. You can have a curvy body and other women mm. go around. Other women, not men, uh, in your experience. Oh, yes, and saying, oh, um, congratulations on your being pregnant, to which you reply, or in your head at least, what the F are you going on about, you annoying, you ignorant person? I just actually but, looked at them and I'm not pregnant. And that's happened to me a lot over the last, what, three months? Three it months? has. And um, we went, this is uh, anticipating a buzz to come, but I saw a lady called Constance Peach on the stage of Churchill Theatre and she had a curve, okay, a tummy curve. I wonder how many men, sorry, women, are, are going around saying the same thing to her. Because I really do not see much difference. But you know what, when you look back in history, there were those um, artists that painted in, not the Victorian days, but the beyond that, the, uh, uh, the very voluptuous mm. women, the naked women in the portraits. Yeah, wasn't it Gauguin or Renoir, someone like yeah, that? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very interesting. Very, very obvious. But anyway, with the Let's Talk, we're hoping, yes. not we're hoping, we are, we're starting it here in our hometown, of course, the Bromley. The yes. Bromley, that makes no sense. In Bromley. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, Too much coconut latte this morning. So we have a website set up, um, letstalk.world, on which you can find uh, explanations of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. There's an events page on there, which currently is blank, but we know we're going to be doing themed events starting in the new year, Possibly even earlier, actually. Um, mm, Startup Bromley might host something that we might do. But uh, definitely Copper Salon in the new year again. And also Bromley Football Club, they want to do something themed around sport. Um, and why not talk about sport? Actually, one of the parts of that is, um, at the weekend, Manchester City uh, played Liverpool, Liverpool won. Um, the Man City manager had coins thrown at him. Um, the other day, another black footballer got the latest bout of um, verbal abuse, racist type. Yeah. So these are conversations we need yeah. to start having and start making a difference. So the point of this Let's Talk is not just talking about it, but it's like, okay, let's talk and make action. And provide toolkits that other people can use around the country yeah. and beyond yeah. that and can take some of the sting out of bad talking. That's that will bring in value to people and self-worth and confidence. It's just to better people's lives. And this is what this campaign is all about. And it came out partly because of the Bromley buzz. It's not precisely right, but yeah. when we were talking about it and I was writing about it, I've said that um, the Bromley buzz was set up to help there be better conversations in Bromley. Yeah. At the time, I meant the sharing of information, events and good things that are going on. And that's absolutely what we're here for. Yeah. I mean, I, Let's Talk is something I do within my business anyway. Exactly. Um, I talk about let, Let's Talk, Let's talk about what's going on, your beliefs, your values, everything. 
So when you put it out there, it becomes more accessible to deal with them rather than have it in your head. And which is why you started Mindset Matters. You know, we said we thought, oh, this is going to be a short show, but we made the mistake of getting into our passion immediately. We did. No, right. it still will be a short show, I think, this one. Yes. So moving on shortly, uh, I mentioned burlesque. You did mention um, burlesque. treated me belatedly for my summer birthday um, because it wasn't available to go to before last week to go and see a, a burlesque extravaganza with a couple of other things thrown in, including unicyclist, oddly. Um, and by the way, not everybody took their clothes off in this show, including, uh, what was his name now? Um, Saucy Davis Jr., which Davis I was expecting Jr. him to at some point, um, yeah. but he just stood and sang. Anyway, nevertheless, it was uh, nevertheless a display of uh, costume and dance and pride in the human form presented by an array of women, and as it turned out, men. Mm. And I was really the shocked. The boylesque was for me, and I'm not questioning my sexuality out. here, but he was the highlight. He was magnificent. Yeah, he really stood out. Because I've never seen a boylesque before, so I thought it was absolutely wonderful to see that. I've seen many um, burlesque shows, as I mentioned mm. to you that night. And uh, yeah, but um, I, you didn't have your nipple tassels on, which no. I was sitting in your blues box. <laughs> that sounds really odd, doesn't it? But uh, there was a few of those on stage, which was uh, interesting. I'm so going to put background in here. British Blues Exhibition has some nipple tassels in it because of Blues and Blesque event I put on before. So he quickly. There you go, it's clarified also, now. <laughs> what, was, what was really um, surprising to me, I did half wonder before the show, uh, because I put on Blues and Blesque event, I wonder if any of the performers I've ha hosted on stage before might appear, not thinking it would happen. Blow me down if one of the main performers isn't Constant Peach. I know. Who I put on at Proud Camden alongside blues musician. How amazing. Yeah. How was amazing brilliant. was that? Lovely Great surprise. Yeah. Better. Gave her a bit of a surprise when I rolled up to her after and said, yes, uh, afterwards, and said, oh, hello, I used to promote you. <laughs> She'd well forgotten, I should think, by now. And of course, our mm. joint buzz, as always, for the next few weeks, Strictly Come Dancing. Just call it strictly come Bromley Buzz, uh, the way things are going. <laughs> um, yes, Matt from Bros left this week. He did. Mm -hmm. I really like him as a person. Mm. Yeah, you know, I like him as a person, and yeah, I mean, you know, bless dance, him, he tried. He at tried. a dance level, he deserved to go. Oh, yeah, but he tried. Bless him, he tried, and you know what? He praised everyone. Uh, you know to say thank you, the judges, and he didn't take anything to heart. So, yes, It was rather touching he when he said he wished his mother had been there to see it. I know. Mm. I think he's wonderful. The thing is, we only get to see what's on TV. We don't get to see mm. what happens in the background. And as uh, Nadia said, you know, I've really got to know the real Matt. Who is resident in America normally as well. By the way, you know the tango, I think it was, that started the show? Yeah. It was interesting because that was all professionals. But oh my I, God, that's the best one ever so far. It's interesting you say that because I preferred the tango of the uh, amateur and the pro in the competition. Oh, no, no, that's two different things. But I mean, yes, the group, I oh, sorry, I didn't make myself clear. So the group dance, since the season started, yeah. that's the, been the best group dance. Okay. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was an, an interesting combination of men and men, women and women, and then mixed in that one. They've not done that before as well. As no, much. I so didn't pay enough good. attention, I don't think. 
Anyway, one thing I did pay attention to, I went to the meeting of the Bromley Arts Festival Committee. You did? I did. Uh, that will be coming so back in 2023. Okay. We're talking about what uh, will be contained within it. Uh, and I'm trying to work on one or two surprises for it. Can I mention that one that you're going to try and do? Go on, whatever it is. Yes, you're going to be trying to bring in some of the burlesque into it. Uh, yes, actually, I am. That is in and I think that's real, because it is creative arts. It's absolutely art. Yeah. You know, it's dance, it's it's emotion, and yeah. Yeah, and uh, for the first time in my promoting career, if I can, I'll bring a boylesque into it as well, after what okay. we just saw. Maybe I'll dust out my feather boas too. By the way, I'm not a burlesque dancer, but I've been close on stage to burlesques. Well, you can always branch <laughs> out. Uh, we'll, we'll get you trained up. Well, you've seen my lovely headdress, haven't you? My feather headdress. I have, that's magnificent. What was that used in? The, that, the, the finale the, um, of my um, eye shows yeah, when I was in Madrid. Mm, I bet that streamed out behind you beautifully. And then the big harness of feathers I had. Unfortunately, I don't have those. My skating partner has those in Madrid. I must say, we're doing very well on continuity now because that would lead me into the next thing. But I would like to invite you in case you have anything else. That no, go for it. Lately. Right, the Gingham Goose Fair was on at the weekend. And I'm not sure that isn't actually chickens you're imitating rather than... There, but they all flap, so maybe they all right. flap. Yeah, I uh, was going to come out with a sound, but I couldn't quite get the sound out. <laughs> yes, the Gingham Goose Fair in Hayes at the Village Hall was on at the weekend, and uh, I went to that. And uh, I have an interview coming up from there actually, which I'll uh, announce in a moment. But uh, yeah, it had, um, which is also seen on Fridays in Bromley Market, fused a glass by Anne Marie. Uh, oh yes, I know her. A, a B bookmark from her. Once, yes, did I did. Not? Yeah, we, we, she's actually been on our. Um, and buzz. she's been on the podcast. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, fused a glass uh, by Anne Marie on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Unique handmade glass art, and it is lovely. Yeah, she's so. she's a lovely lady. And while I'm at it, the Gingham Goose Craft Market. I have the flyer, uh, and it says. Does it uh, fly? Hang on. Not very well. Not quite. Yes, okay. I'd have to fold it up. Um, Funny enough, you know your, your, your mindset Sorry. and well-being speciality. <laughs> yes. Uh, at this event, I saw someone who had paper aeroplanes for stress. So you would fold up the piece of paper into a paper aeroplane, write down what was stressing you out and fling it away. Oh, there you go. Mm. But that's a form of origami anyway, isn't it? It was an origami So still, yeah. origami has also been known to be good for stress. Mm, that's an interesting one. Mm. Um, anyway, it says, we are excited to announce the return of our ever-popular markets, Gingham and Goose Craft Markets organised events to showcase and sell quality handmade products of a good quality supporting local craftspeople, which they very much are, I keep asking where people are based, uh, with an emphasis on recycling. And uh, I bought, or myself and my family bought, uh, some dragons and other things from a mm. stall called, uh, run by the Octopus Lady who is there to support and um, give money to, yeah, I'll have that one, um, Reptile Events, Reptile Rescue, which is based like her in West Wickham. And uh, they give the public opportunity to meet rescued, as it happens, reptiles in a safe environment and dispel myths and misconceptions. You have, you ever, up for a bit of, um, have you ever reptile? picked up a, uh, a snake before? I have, thanks to them, years ago. They're brilliant. I mean, I, when I picked one up, which was the first time when I was actually in my teaching career, uh, we had animals, nocturnal animals, being brought mm. into the school for the children, and there was a big python that we um, held, and I've got a picture of it. Mm. Have I showed you that picture? Uh, no. I'll have to show you it. It's wonderful, and it was just like, 
it was so warm and then it gets cold very quickly yes. and I thought it would be slimy and slippery and it was Popular wasn't. misconception. Yeah, mm. there we go. Yeah, uh, and they're on, by the way, um, www.reptile-events.co.uk. Now, what did I actually buy? That was interesting. Uh, I bought uh, a Ukraine octopus. Oh. So he's blue and yellow. Uh, and we called him uh, Vladimir. After Vladimir Zelensky, the president of um, Ukraine. Uh, they, she has lots of things. She had um, plague nurses and uh, plague doctors rather creepy little crocheted figures, all this crochet, uh, in the run-up to Halloween. Uh, and um, the dragons are, are particularly lovely. So she has these crocheted dragons, and they all have names, but they also have back history. Uh, you know, so one of them's called Earl Grey, and it talks about him being um, a former ambassador. Oh, lovely. Um, it's Colonel Mustard with his past, and so on and so forth. And I'll give you a couple of the names of these dragons. Uh, Aurora, uh, Borealis, Storm Chaser, Even Star Tempest, uh, and um, Thunder Child, uh, and so and one other. Bo I bought a, a queer dragon while I was there. By the way, uh, this was a multicoloured, rainbow-coloured dragon, literally called Pride. And Aww, I thought that was rather that's lovely. Sweet. I will introduce you to Pride one of these days. Fantastic. Anyway, we can. And you gave here. me a little bit. And you gave me a little gift from there, from the Gingham Goose Fair. Oh, that's very true. You got me a pair of lovely uh, butterfly earrings. Oh yes, but given your business name of um, uh, the life of a butterfly in the English there translation, quite right too. That was lovely. So but thank you very uh, much for that. Indeed. Now over to the octopus lady. Hello, Jane the Octopus Lady at uh, the Gingham Goose Fair in Hayes. Hello. And uh, I'm standing next to you, your lovely stall with um, a large, extremely colourful octopus and a, a range of other uh, crochet creatures. That's right, yes, crochet. Well done. Mm. <laughs> Would you like to describe a couple of them for me? What have I got? I have, obviously, octopuses. Um, I have little baby dragonettes in various colours who actually come with adoption certificates with their backstories if you if you take one home. I have, by request, plague doctors and plague nurses. And new this year, I have a rather cute Grim Reaper, which sounds weird, but it actually works. Um, and a few other bits and pieces. You never know what's going to happen next. So how come plague nurses and doctors were requested? I know it's Halloween approaching, but... It started during lockdown. Um, I made one for a friend, posted a picture on Facebook, and came back three hours later to eight orders. So after that, I've carried on making them. Are plague nurses and doctors a historical thing then? Plague doctors certainly are. Um, one of the things I do is on each of my items, I have a little tag with a bit of background information. So I have some information on the plague doctor there. The plague nurses, I don't know that they were, but somebody who'd bought a plague doctor came back a year later and said, have you got any plague nurses? So, I hadn't then, I have now. Well, I missed the obvious question, but uh, why are you called the Octopus Lady? I'm called the Octopus Lady. The first event I went to, which was a steampunk event, I didn't have a stall as such, but I made myself an usherette tray with octopuses and Cthulhu's. And I was wandering around and people were buying them and then being seen by other people, but they didn't know where I was, so they kept saying, where's the octopus lady? And it stuck. Hmm. So that's it. So how did you start, or when did you start, to crochet? I can't remember when I started. It must have been when I was a teenager. Hmm. 
uh, and then stopped and then came back a little, perhaps about 10, 15 years ago, and just doing things for myself. But then I had the chance to make things, to make some income for uh, Reptile Rescue, which is, which I'm involved with as well as a volunteer, and to raise funds for them. And that certainly became more important during lockdown when they couldn't do all the events and educational events they normally do. So it just brought in more money for them. So tell me a little bit about uh, reptile events. I do know a little about them. I've, I've met some of their reptiles before. Okay. Reptile events are a private reptile rescue. We take in unwanted snakes and lizards that people had as pets and for whatever reason either no longer want or can't keep. We look after them. We try to find places for the public to meet them in a safe environment, to learn a bit about them, overcome fears, but also to learn why they don't make an easy pet. They're not the easiest thing and also if you don't know how long they're going to live it can be a nasty surprise. Crochet is very popular these days including for people in their mental health. Do you find it a relaxing thing? I do. Yes I do. It's very relaxing. It's something that just if I've had a stressful day at work it's great to sit down and get my hook out and just work on something, anything. Yeah. And uh, just finally, uh, tell me about that lovely looking dragon that is literally curled around your arm. The, the dragon on my arm at the moment is an oriental dragon. She, so she doesn't have wings, but she has legs and she's a serpentine dragon. She is a slight sparkly green with white um, frills and bone coloured horns. And her name is Mei Ling. Yeah, she's one of um, several rather beautiful things on here. So it's been lovely to meet you both. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, one final question. Yes. How do people, um, apart from coming to the Gingham Goose Fair, how do people come and uh, find you online and at events? I'm on Facebook as the Octopus Lady. Not to be confused with Octopus Lady Crochet Gifts, which is in America. And I'm also on Instagram as the Octopus Lady UK. Thank you very much. Thank you. I never thought when we started doing this show we'd be interviewing an octopus lady. Did she have eight legs? Um, she had a skirt with octopi patterns on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you a picture later. So you were also buzzing mm. at the GPO without me. And did you have an espresso martini there without me? Uh, not on this occasion. Oh, good. <laughs> so why were you buzzing at the GPO? And who were you buzzing with? Uh, I was with a chap called Mick. Oh, well, we're going to talk about that later, aren't we? We are. That's, you didn't score out the bit in Astrid. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll come that's back to that. That's my fault for moving things around. I know. Ah, but I can't But I do remember on. you just told me that's why I paused there. Yeah, so you went into something we weren't going to into later, and I forgot to say something I should, which is that the next Gingham Goose Fair is on at the Warren in Hayes on the 4th of December between 10 and 3. So I think we're now back on track. Oh, we are. Can I borrow your pen? Thank you yeah, very sure. much. 4th of December. Okay, this is literally note-taking by co-presenter Zena. There we go. Right, so what's this um, Bromley Volunteering Fair that you went to? Because unfortunately I couldn't make that. Yes, that's Community Links Bromley, the local organisation that helps bring together volunteers and indeed, in some cases, money to help support good causes uh, around here. And in the community house in the heart of Bromley, they had an array of... Uh, charities looking for volunteers. So you had Christine, who we mentioned earlier, I think, from Bromley Rotary Club, trying to drum up some more Rotarians. Uh, we had uh, English Heritage, which surprised me slightly until they reminded me that uh, Down House, um, Charles Darwin's home, uh, mm -hmm. is in the borough of Bromley, so that relates to them. 
they had the uh, Maypole charity, which works with um, people, children with challenging conditions, uh, often terminal ones, and their families, and uh, several others there. And it was really buzzing, actually. So well done, Community Links, on putting that event on. Really enjoyed it. Brilliant. I spoke to some very good people. One, one of them, actually. There's a charity there, Bromley, based for um, uh, recovering alcoholics and uh, substance mm. abusers. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm just glad it was there. In the same way that I wasn't glad that were there, in a manner of speaking, Bromley homeless. Because mm. I'm personally offended that there are homeless in Bromley. But nevertheless, there are, as there is everywhere else around the country, so I'm glad they're doing their thing. You know, one of them said, we had a sleep out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they found it, because they're not a homeless person themselves, rather shocking that the way some people treated the people who were sleeping out. Because mm. they weren't to know. That well, there's a day for that. There's a special day for sleeping out, which is an aid of the homeless and for people who um, don't have the finances for electricity. So what it's like to be outside mm. in the wild. There's an actual event day for that. I think it's actually passed, if I'm not mistaken, um, where everyone caps out for that. It's an awareness day. I would argue that maybe the best thing to do is stick it in the middle of winter. Mm. Because that's the ultimate test that the homeless face. Absolutely. When it's really freezing. Anyway, you have an affirmation, I believe. I do. So, this week's affirmation is, are you ready for it? And I think it fits really nicely in for my last week's affirmation. Mm -hmm. So today is, each day I am more and more aware of my innate beauty creativity and abundance. I certainly think that's a lovely thing to at least aspire to, even if you're not already there. Yeah, and I think it's really important because often when things are going crazy, as they do in our world, Mm. you know, everybody's world goes up and down and they think we forget to just become more appreciative of who we are, how we feel, what we have within us. And just say thank you to ourselves. I mean, when was the last time you said thank you? To um, Dazzle. Ah, that's different. Um, I said thank you to whatever celestial powers they may be that when I fell on my, what I fell on earlier, mm. that um, it Your wasn't bum. worse than it was. Um, but to myself, no, not really. I, you know I'm working on uh, 30 Things I Love About Myself, which mm. is based on the book of that, type, that name, which is a lovely thing. But uh, I'm not sure it says a thank you. Yeah, mm. I think sometimes we just need to stop and be thankful to ourselves for the things that we do and make and we do for ourselves. So yes, interesting for that one. So yeah, each day I am more and more aware of my innate beauty, creativity and abundance. So take time just to kind of think about that and where you can apply that and maybe say that to yourself a bit more often. By the way, thank you for my uh, coconut latte and... Um Panel chocolate, which yeah. is from Grace Forty, I'm guessing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Marvellous. Shall we um, bump our um, Let's bump. little beakers together here? There Doesn't make much of a click on the glasses. We, well, we could do the, the grinding oh. of the cup because it's recyclable. You don't have my nails. No, I'm doing my best. I've got my talons. My talons. Mm. <laughs> right. Um, so a couple of bits and bobs in terms of news. Yep. One of them I just wanted to point out is because... I've been passing by there for uh, a couple of months now on my way to my chiropractor in um, West Wickham Mm. on Station Road. And there is this gorgeous shop there in terms of 
wedding hats and accessories, but in the window they have these display of crazy, out-of-these-world shoes. So Fel Felicity Hat Hire, it's called, and it's on Station Road, and they've got these amazing shoes there. I, I put the picture in our WhatsApp group. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Yeah, really, really lovely. So if you like crazy decorative shoes, then that's the store to go to. As a man, I'm denied this pleasure most of the time, <laughs> sadly. The other piece of news, um, which I was kind of basically spotted on social, was that the mayor was down, oh, this was on Facebook, was at Elmstead Wood Station Gardening Club. Um, so a remarkable job of keeping Elmstead Wood Station looking wonderfully attractive for commuters and locals alike. The mayor stopped by to take a closer look at their work and say thank you. And there's some lovely photographs. I mean, look at the one of the bear. Unfortunately, our listeners can't see it, but... Oh, that's one of the um, bears that are carved with a chainsaw. They've yes. got those at, um, in Chiselhurst yeah. in, in the woods there, I think. So you've got the community looking after the garden, and I think it'd be nice to go down there and maybe do a recording. Mm. It looks absolutely beautiful, and a pond and everything. Well, I was meaning to look up. Last year, Shortland Station had uh, a Halloween event. I don't mm -hmm. know if they're repeating that for charity this year, but it's a good idea just to keep out an eye out for whatever events they do have. But I'm also going to have a little pat on the back for Orpington Railway Station, because they keep that pretty well neat as a new pin as well, and have oh, lovely yeah. flowers and all sorts of things. So well done those station staff too. And a couple of other things um, mm. I spotted as I was walking down here this morning. So St. John's uh, Evangelist 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 in Bromley. So there are various events going on there and they have a coffee morning in the church which is happening on Friday 28th of October 10.30 to 12 noon. That's when my show's on. Well, Maybe I'll get them to listen. Mm. And um, they've got all age quiz night on the 29th of October, 7pm, in the church hall as well. And then another thing on Ukraine, so that's happening. What else have we got? Uh, live in the church and, and live streamed and on their website on Sunday or 16th, oh that's this week, 16th, 23rd and 30th <coughs> October. Holy Communion as well is going to be happening there. So lots of events. You know, sometimes we walk past and we don't look at signs and things that are happening. Um, we've got, what else have we got here? Oh, I think that's about it. Yep. I've got a couple to Church throw in as well. Um, I've been looking at the new shopper in the South London Press. Mm. And the new shopper brings us the news that Bromley has been rated the spookiest borough in South East London. Well, we do have the Chiselous Caves. Uh, with five cemeteries, 23 Ooh. ghost sightings, uh, Biggin Hill uh, ghostly airmen and aircraft, and also ghostly goings on, as you say, at Chiswellhurst Caves. Maybe that explains why there have been collapsing walls at Bromley Recycling Centres. Maybe the ghosts are out to get them. Mm -hmm. But apparently the Churchfield Road's Beckenham Recycling Centre is closed until Christmas because of that. That was a bit of a surprise when mm -hmm. I was looking at the news. Do you want to hear something ghostly? Well, I just did. You were wooing with the best of them. I wasn't wooing. Didn't you hear them? Oh, no. Didn't you hear the knocking? Um, yeah, thank you. It was that time. I think we should leave, Zee. <laughs> when we were younger, so my parents' home, because mm. we have a bomb shelter at the back of the garden, an actual proper bomb shelter. Yes, an Anderson shelter. Yeah. And um, 
when we were younger, we would go down there with, and we went down there with a torch. And as we got down there, the torch went off. We thought, mm. ooh, that's a bit mysterious. So we came back out. And as we came back out, back onto the lawn, the torch went back on. So we then decided, well, maybe it's something electrical going on mm. here. So we went down with um, a candle. And there's no wind down there. Yeah. Went down with a candle, and all of a sudden, the candle went out. That's like literally a blackout. Mm. Mm. Then we came back out, we tried it again with another torch, and it still went out. At this point, I wouldn't have been going back. I haven't been down there since. I don't blame you. It is now the fox's den. Well, at least they don't light anything up. <laughs> Maybe the little white bits underneath their tails goes dark when they go in. There you go. Mm. Anyway, if you want to find out more about what's on uh, in the London Borough of Bromley, you can pop over to our website. That's bromleybuzz.uk. And we've got the whole list there, haven't we? We have indeed. Right. Mm, I think that's about it for this week. Shall we buzz out? We shall. Should we do our normal buzz? Yeah. Come on then. We're feeling, for a Monday, feeling quite cheerful, so upbeat one. Yep. Two. A one, two, three. Zzz, 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 zzz.